Hey there, hey, it's Friday, yay, and welcome to the pod of Born Star, Born Star, Born Star. We recognize, we recognize you're a star, because you are a star wherever you are. Dude, it's Thursday. No, it's not Thursday. It is Friday. I'm off a day. Damn, I must be tired. Did I drink my coffee yet? You know, you really got to start off the morning with a cup of coffee. Like, if you wait too long to have a coffee, I don't think it's as effective as it is right away in the morning. Like, I got to get better with the coffee, man, because, like, I'm, like, half asleep all day, and, like, I need to live my life better. Coffee ASAP. ASAP. Definitely, like, two cups while you're working to get you through the day, man. It's necessary. It's Friday. So, welcome to the pot on this Friday. Uh, Thank you for tuning in, as always. I hope you had a wonderful week, and I hope you're looking forward to a wonderful weekend. Now, as we get into this, let's focus on the fun part of the conversation so i hope you know that you're amazing it's a new year and as we get used to 2022 because it's not 2021 anymore and as we get prepared or ready for whatever's next in the world in america or whatever is going on with omicron or covid or whatever you want to call this new version of it whatever We still have to recognize their star power. We still have to look in the mirror and be able to say, we can do it. You still have to be your own, like, positivity and your own push. You have to convince yourself that you can do things that maybe you wouldn't normally do. You have to be your own self-esteem and you have to know that you might fail, but you're not going to know if you don't try. There's been things I've done and I haven't succeeded at them. Like, and there's been things that I've done that I have succeeded at. I'm not angry about the past. I'm not angry about things that didn't work out. I'm not mad about relationships that don't exist now. I think everything led to me getting to where the point I am right now. And I'm grateful for that. So I'm not going to be upset about the past. I'm just going to be coherent moving into the future. Which is important. So I hope you can feel that way too. I hope regardless of where you are, you know how important you are. Um, It's so important that you recognize your greatness because people don't talk about your greatness no one might come up to you and tell you how awesome you are I like to sometimes just tell people how awesome they are because I don't know if they hear that on a regular basis like you're really awesome man like you're really cool did I tell you how cool you are sometimes you just need to hear that sometimes that can light up your day and really make a huge difference so in case no one told you do you know how cool you are you're very cool You know how awesome you are? You're the awesomest star I've ever seen. Thanks for being bright with me, man. And happy Friday, dude. And dudettes. Um, Let's get into an important part of this conversation. No media allowed. No media allowed. No media allowed. Because they lie to us any, any way. It's Friday. And you know what I don't want to hear in 2022? How they're going to be trying to reinforce something that just died in the Senate. I don't want to hear how they're going to try to have build back better past. And I also don't want to hear progressives or Democrats try to hound down on Manchin. Because he wasn't the only one that said no about this, okay? Like, and I know it's, it must be easy for us to point out all the bad things with Manchin. And yeah, he's pretty much not a Democrat. But how can he be? Look at the place he represents. 
And I'm not trying to give him a discount or I'm not trying to not give him responsibility because he does have responsibility. And the way he trade he plays back and forth like in the middle between Democratic and Republican is insane. He can't win as an independent. So he's supposed to be a Democrat, but he's really not. He's a Republican. And I don't want to hear Biden talk about bipartisan anything because, dear Biden, there's no bipartisan anything at all. There isn't. Like, stop pretending like there is. Like, there's only bipartisan because you're trying to acquiesce to try to make Republicans come to the side of Democrats. And they're not stupid. They see what's happening. No one's stupid. Like, I don't know if the years have gotten to your head and you're not fully aware of what's happening. We see everything you do every day. And you going on Twitter and sending out all these tweets and overusing social media is kind of pathetic. It is. But while I understand why you're trying to do it, because you're trying to get the younger base to see that, okay. What I can't understand is everything else. Just never ending. And it's just, it could be so much easier if it wasn't so bougie and and crappy filled, but it is. And it's just a bunch of fake noise, fake background noise, dims. For the love of God, if you have any power, why don't we stop taxing people that make $50,000 or less? Why are you overtaxing them with Fed tax? Like, stop doing that. Also, forgive student loans. Do things that are going to be effective now and in the years to come. Why don't you write legislation that's actually going to be effective for people that you need to vote for you? Until you actually do that, you're going to be here again. You talk about getting power like it's so important, but then when you morons get it, you don't do anything with it. So how can you complain about power you have that you don't use? Like, I don't want to hear about it. If you could do a bipartisan bill for military, you could figure out a way to pass something for students. Biden can just do that. He doesn't need the morons Nancy Pelosi or any of these other morons to pass anything in the Senate or the House. He can do it. He doesn't want to do it because he doesn't want to be held responsible. You don't want to be held responsible when multi-millions of people are debt-free. You don't want to be held responsible with that much of debt being wiped off for students that are trying to buy houses and live their lives and have kids. People are like not having kids because they're trying to pay for student loans. Like, we're living in that reality. What reality are you living in? You don't have student loans because you make so much money. You don't think about stuff like that. Like, you are all coming up for re-election and you should all be concerned and you're not. And the Democrats make, they hate their base and it couldn't be more obvious. So the Democrats hate their base and they don't do anything to help their base. And the Republicans give their base things that really don't make sense. Like it's kind of not actual, actually benefiting the base, but the base, 
I guess, can't see that. Like, it's just, it's, it's a lot of confusion. I don't know. It's a bunch of stuff. Like, it is. And you would hope that it would change. You would hope that it would get better. You would hope that you would see some sort of a difference as years go by. Years on a calendar just scrape by. Or months, or days, or seconds, or minutes, or hours. Like, why are we still acting like people can't figure out how to get a job three years into COVID? Like, are you kidding me? I've worked all of COVID, basically. No, I have worked all of COVID. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? You see my confusion? I worked all of COVID. So, stop. Stop trying to give out free things and stop trying to act like it's okay to punish the middle class. Because you're punishing me and everyone else I know. And it's not nice. And I know rich people too that are in the top 1%. And stop talking about them. They got that way because they worked really hard to be in the 1%. You don't just wake up and become part of the 1%. That's not how that works. So, like... I'm not okay with the media blaming rich people for things. Then the progressives wanting to talk about taxes on rich people. Taxes on rich people isn't going to help the problem with the government in the United States of America. The problem with the government in the United States of America is it's all crappy and it's all like the worst thing you could ever imagine. Like, I don't know. Is any of it going to get fixed? Doubt it. The people with the power have the money, and they just do things the way they want it to be done. And AOC is a part of that. The progressives are a part of the problem. They are all a problem. It's not just one person who's worse than another. They all suck, okay? The only people that are not benefiting from this is us down here in reality on Earth. Not those people above the Earth pretending like they're famous. That doesn't help anything. So as we go into 2022... As we try to hold these morons accountable, let's be aware of the fact that things are probably not going to change. It's unfortunate, but let's be aware of it. Just because, okay? I dare you. Moving on from no media allowed, let's get right into the part of the conversation that I love the best. Those who keep saying sorry are sorry. If you're around somebody and they keep effing up, or they keep lying to you or saying they're going to do one thing and then do another. And they keep apologizing. Something's wrong. Like, you could have a conversation with them and tell them about what they're doing. Or you could try to, like, fix the situation with them. Whether it be a family member or a friend. But after a while, it just becomes, like, annoying. Like, why do I have to keep talking to you about stuff that you shouldn't be doing like this? And, again, why are you doing it? There's a part of the conversation that's kind of important. And it's also important that we, I don't know, recognize that people don't want to change. Some people want to operate the way they want to operate, and they don't really care what you think. They, they'll lie, but they don't actually care what you think. It's lies. So back to what I said. People who say sorry are sorry. Now, I'm the first person to admit if I'm wrong. I'll apologize for it, and that will just be that. I'll try to make sure that decisions that I'm making aren't going to 
fall back on what I just said sorry for. And I try to make sure that I am a person that keeps my word. Whether it be to my mom, to Skip, you know, to anybody. I, I try to be that friend. Does that mean people act like that to me? No, it doesn't. Typically, I always get the short end of the stick with that. Someone says one thing, then they do another. Someone says they want to do something to me, then they don't do it. Like, I'm typically the person that gets that. Is it cool? No. Do I hold it personal? No, because people aren't reliable. So I know people are sorry. So do I get mad when they act this way? No, I just move on because I told you I'm a busy person. Everybody's busy. Like, we're all living life at the same time. Like, I really do not have time. To be chasing anyone around. So if you're going to do one thing, say one thing and do another and all that's going to happen. It's unfortunate, but you made your bed so you will lay in it. That's kind of how I operate. I operate like you can say one thing and then do another. And and you can you can act one way and then do something differently but that doesn't mean anything to me because I don't act like that when I say things when I do things I mean them and I don't I don't take it very slyly or I don't I don't think it's a joke so when other people do when they act whatever way they're acting that just tells me who they are not for me so I hope you understand Sorry isn't always sorry. Next part of our conversation. When do you replace pillows? I don't know. Like, do pillow pillows expire like food? Like, there's not a date on them that will be like, yeah, this day, stop using it. I think once your pillow gets to the point where it's no longer as fluffy as it was, it might be time for it to go. Like, and and I used to love to hoard things and hold on to things. I'm, I'm definitely a hoarder with books. I'm not going to lie about that. Um, but with pillows, like, after a certain point, it's not helping you go to sleep anymore. So just get rid of it. It's okay to get rid of pillows. You'll live if you throw one out and replace it. My mom found some really good pillows. You know, typically I just buy them from Walmart or Target. Preferably Wal- Target because you know how I feel about Walmart. But if I'm in the area and there's not a Target around, I'll go into Walmart. But I prefer Target. So... I typically just buy them in there. They're like five bucks or something. They're not that bad. That's probably not the best pillow to buy. But some of these pillows, like, I'm not spending $30 on a pillow. It's not expensive. I don't know. What do you think? When do you like to rebuy pillows? I'd say every couple months replace them. Maybe not even that long. Maybe like every two months. Yeah, I'd, I'd give it like that time frame. What's wrong with stability? There's nothing wrong with stability, but people don't like that. Like, it's angering to witness this uh, uh, this Generation Z, because I'm Y, Generation Y, um, just be unwilling to want to do anything. They just want to be famous and... Being famous doesn't work like that. And it's just like, 
what the hell are we talking about? Like, you're trying to have, like, conversations with these people and they don't understand anything. So it's, like, just so aggravating. And I don't know how to do it. Like, I have all these questions just because what the hell are we talking about? That's how I feel. But then, like, can I feel like that? Because is that rude? Why the hell do I have to feel like it's rude? Like, what's wrong with stability? What's wrong with wanting to be able to pay your mortgage and buy some groceries for the cabinets and the fridge? What's wrong with wanting to have a mortgage and wanting to have a house and not wanting to pay rent? What's wrong with wanting to pay your bills? And what's wrong with wanting to go to work? What's wrong with stability? When did that become wrong? When did it become wrong to say that people don't want to work in corporate America because blah, 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 blah? When did corporate America become bad? If you don't want to work and you don't want stability, what does that have to do with me? Why do I have to feel bad about that? I feel like we're going the wrong way here. I don't know. Stability is comfort and comfort is ease. And that gives you the ability to be light-minded and gives you the ability to just live and not be worried. Like, why do you want to be, like, 25 looking like you're 45? Why do you want to be, like, 30 looking like you're 90? Like, you know what I mean? Like, don't you want to live carefree as long as you can? Like, granted, none of us are actually living carefree, but it's nice not to feel like you're burdened by your own life. That's what I'm saying. Stability gives you that ability to know you'll be okay. That's what stability is. Next part of our conversation, being reliable is good. Being reliable is good because it shows that if anything happens, you're the person that, you know, your boss can rely on at work. You're the person that your mom can call if something goes wrong. You're the person that your brother can send a text to of, hey, sis, I need uh, five bucks for this for work. You're that person. I like being that person. I like being the reliable person that someone can rely on. I like being that girl or person, whatever. It's important to be that person. You never know what being available might provide for your life. So I say be reliable. There's no detriment to that. Next part of that conversation. Can we talk about, well, we are going to talk about something really funny. Comedy in movies. Like, have you ever felt like you're watching a movie and they like overdo the comedy or they're trying to do something that correlates to like whatever's happening now? Like, or it's a combination of them trying to use, like, social media and comedy together where it might not be that funny. Like, that Netflix movie that came on with Leonardo DiCaprio, I felt like that watching that movie. Um,
I don't know. I feel like sometimes they overdo that. And it's just irritating that they overdo it. Because it ruins everything. And it's just like, what are we watching? And like, why are you overdoing comedy? Like, the, the, the idea of comedy is supposed to be like a comedy show. And it's supposed to be funny. But then, like, when they try to, like, add shit into it, like, it's not funny. Like, I feel like they ruin it. Like, why are you doing that? Um, please stop. Next part of our conversation. Netflix is taking forever for my sci-fi show to come back on. Um, and I can't remember the name of it for the love of God. Uh, the show that I'm always talking about, uh, Stranger Things. When is that coming back out? Why am I waiting to 2022 to see it? By the time these actors come back on the screen, they're going to be like in their 30s or something. Like, what are we doing? You know how people age? Like, they can't continue to play kids if they don't actually look like a kid. Like, that's how the acting world works. Like, you're in and you're out. Like, you like you can't hold on to these rules forever. Like, being realistic with that, like... I just feel like this is taking forever. Some of these shows is taking forever for them to come back on. It's not just Stranger Things. It's a lot of other shows that are like Netflix eccentric. Like they're taking forever for there to be another season of it. Granted, I know maybe the recording is taking longer because there's COVID. But didn't they say they were recording in Canada? Like what happened with that? Although Canada is very weird with their COVID rules. I mean, who knows? I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Um, when's that new Batman movie coming out? I don't know. Um, the dude from, um, Edward from Twilight's about to be in it. I can't remember his real name. I just like calling him Edward because it's funny. Um, but that should be good. Uh, Pioneer Woman. I love the Pioneer Woman. Watching her show is so interesting. Um, granted, I don't even know what day her shows come on. Sometimes they say it comes on in the morning. Sometimes it comes on in the afternoon. Sometimes it comes on on Saturday. I don't know what actual time she has. Um, I was looking at Food Network to look at some of the recipes she's been doing, and I find her very interesting. I like that now she adds her kids into the show, so it's very interesting, and it's lots of fun to watch. So I guess we'll see what's next with Pioneer Woman. I also have her, um, pan set and i really 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 like her so yay mayor of east town is there gonna be another season of that let's hope because it was really good they've got uh that other show mayor of what's the name of it mayor of uh mayor of kingstown. kingstown and what's that on, That's on paramount, plus. paramount plus mayor of kingstown that's good so if you like mayor of east town you'll definitely like this one uh, mayor of Kingstown is about a mayor that's kind of trying to keep the fold between prison and the outside world of prison and how it's all connected. It's really good. Really good. Mayor of Easttown was about a mayor being involved in a lot of family insanity. I don't really know if that show left off where it's going to come back, but I guess we're going to wait to see. I'm hoping it returns. I guess we just have to be patient. Anyways, next part of the conversation, making homemade quesadillas and tacos. So I got a quesadilla machine for Christmas, and I can't wait to get some things and start making them myself. Um, granted, if I have a quesadilla maker, do I really need to order factor for meal preps? I feel like I got that for, like, easy, like, taco nights or 
Because I'd rather make tacos myself than buy them. I don't know. I guess we'll have to see what happens with that. But I like making tacos at home. I think they're more fun. And you can add whatever you want. And you can add more of what you want in tacos when you make them at home. And it just tastes better. Is there a taco maker? I don't think so. But the quesadilla maker does sound fun. So we'll start with that. Make it and freeze it. Making it and freezing it makes your life easier. Because you're just taking things out of the freezer. And you're shoving it in the oven. And you're just making it. Well, you're heating it up again. Making it and freezing it makes it easier for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. And it makes sure that, especially if you're a busy person. So I definitely say try that. Prep to go. What do I mean? You're prepping it to take it out and eat it. Like, that's what meal preps are. Comfort eating can be detrimental to your body and your goals with weight loss. Don't eat for comfort. Like, that's not a good thing. Be very careful with that. I seriously don't advise doing that. Anyways, guess what, everybody? It's the end of the podcast on this Friday. Thank you for tuning in, as always, to Born Star, Born Star, Born Star. Will you recognize, will you recognize your star? Because you are a star wherever you are. I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Well, not tomorrow, Monday. Have a wonderful rest of your weekend. Remember, you are a star wherever you are, and I hope you're enjoying 2022 like I am. See you on Monday. Have a wonderful weekend. Bye.